I've always been the makeup girl, like everyone that knows me. Um, I'm the girl who does the, their makeup and hair. So, like, my mum, I used to do her makeup and hair. Wow. Her friends would be like, oh, I'm going to a ball or this, you know, a mm. corporate thing. And they'd come over and I'd do their hair and makeup for. I used to do my dancers' hair and makeup. Like, oh, I'm the go-to girl. So, for me, it just felt super normal and natural. Yeah. And, um, and I just loved it. Hi, girlfriends. Welcome to another episode of Beauty Boss, the podcast about all things beauty and beyond. I'm Jackie from the team at Girlfriend. And as always, the lovely Alana is with me. Hello. How's everyone doing today? (laughs) We're having a good time, Jackie. Great time. Delightful. Each week, we'll bring you an interview with one of the biggest names in the industry, finding out all of their tips and tricks. But as you know, we'll delve beyond skin deep and find out how they've learned to embrace their own unique beauty. Today, of course, we're speaking with the all-rounder, Samantha Jade. She's got some new music stuff coming up. Very exciting. And we won't let you down with our grails and another beauty chat. Indeed, indeed. Yes. But if you have a topic that you want us to talk about next week, please do let us know at Beauty Boss Podcast on the Instagrams. Mm -hmm. We'll read your messages, I promise. (laughs) Makes my day when we get a message, I won't lie. (laughs) So, Jackie, Start us off. What's your holy grail? Yes. Okay. I'm very excited about this one um, this week because I actually only cracked open the bottle last night. So it's very fresh. It's a new cleanser. Um, It's the Olay Total Effects Refreshing Citrus Scrub Cleanser. Did you get that? That's a mouthful. It's Citrus Scrub Cleanser. Huge mouthful. (laughs) Huge. So I'm probably definitely 98% sure that I've said this before in one of our apps, how much I love that deep, clean feel. You know, the burn, the tingle, the little cool sensation that you get, which is why I love beauty fridges so much because you get that. It's true. You do get that. (laughs) This cleanser gives you that. It is outstanding. The citrus um, goes like really deep and you can feel it working underneath your skin. I just, I can't fault it. And when you wipe it off, you've got that nice, refreshing, cleansed feel. It's a cooling effect. I, I'm just, I'm so impressed. So impressed. Thank you, LA, for bringing this into my life. Thank you. <laughs> and we did walk into the studio today and Dennis, our producer, commented on how fresh yes. you look. I did. Yeah, you do. You look fantastic. Thanks, Dennis. So it's really a winner. It's just the truth. <laughs> <laughs> we won't lie to you He's guys. not paid to say this, I promise. <laughs> no. And to top it off, seven bucks from like Priceline, Big W, you name it. Winner. What winner. A win. What a win. What a win. Mine is not affordable. Classic. Classic. What an Alana move. Who would have thunked that? <laughs> Mine is one of the Ray Morris Kabuki brushes. It is the number one. It's stunning. <laughs> I love it so much. It's $105. Ah, <laughs> oh, something inside me just died. Same. I want more, but I'm like, no, don't do it. Bad Alana. Bad. Maybe for Christmas. We'll see. See if I'm good. I'll ask Santa. Anyway, it's like a perfect little tapered point. Yeah. 
the brushes are all magnetic on the end, by the way. So if you actually get what's called the ray plate, she designed it with the brushes. And there's also like a rectangular one that they've made. So that when you are putting them on your bench, you stack them all up on the plate so that they don't touch and the bristles don't get damaged. (gasps) But if you use the like rectangular one, you can actually magnetize them from the top so that when they dry, none of the water gets into the ferrule to destroy the like brush itself. It's fabulous. I'm obsessed. literally thought of everything. Ray is a genius. I bow down to her. She is my makeup queen. Anyway, I use it for bronzer and contour, but because it's got the pointy little tip, you can actually contour with it really well. Perfect. But because it's soft and kind of fluffy, you can still get the bronzer without getting like the completely blown out, like I've bronzed my entire face. So deeply obsessed with it at the moment. So obsessed. You get it at Mecca or Ray's website. (laughs) But I want the pack, but it's, I think I saw it was like, Oh, five hundred dollars for like seven of the brushes, and I was like, "I do want that." And then I was like, "No, you don't. <laughs> Get a grip, woman." But you do. I want it. I really, really want it. If anybody wants to buy it for me as a gift, <laughs> please, I'll send you my address. <laughs> now, Jackie, we have to discuss our beauty chat for this week. Oh yes, I'm excited about this one because I feel like we've sort of touched on it with a few of our we have we have dabbled in it vaguely but it kind of became something that I was thinking deeply about when Hannah English or Miss Hannah E at Instagram (laughs) recently did a kind of test run she wrote an article for Mamma Mia about it Mm -hmm. where she did 30 days of face masking it sounds she tried 23 face masks in 30 days as a masker myself it sounds sounds amazing amazing. yeah it wasn't um (laughs) Her poor, her poor face. If you have the time, please go and listen to like watch it on her Instagram. She did a bunch of Instagram stories yeah. or read the Mamma Mia article. The poor woman's face. <laughs> her poor face, which got to Jackie and I to talking about whether we are using too much on our faces. Yes. Can you be doing too much? And the answer is a resounding Yes. Yes. Yes, you can. So a lot of the incredible beauty bosses that we've interviewed have actually said less is more. Mm -hmm. Um, Some actually only wash their face with either a basic cleanser or just water. Yeah. Which indeed kind of shocks me. Indeed. But their skin is so good. Yeah. It's one of those things that a lot of dermatologists will say that, you know, it's very important to have your key products and the things that are going to really do good for your skin, Mm -hmm. you know, vitamin Bs and stuff that are going to help your skin repair itself. Copper peptides are really amazing for your skin building its defenses back up. Um, But if you're like constantly slathering your face in AHAs, BHAs, vitamin Cs, retinols, you are going to thin your skin out so much that it can't it can't protect itself from environmental factors and we live in a city which is very polluted yeah (laughs) and there are a lot of nasties that can get in there if you're not taking proper care and you're actually stripping back some of the natural oils that protect us the stuff that you need and if you're doing that and not using sunscreen don't even look at me (laughs) go away go away put your sunscreen on (sighs) it's just I know when I personally when I break out I pull out the whole Korean skincare I roll out the scroll it comes out step one two three and it goes on it It does does help but as soon as my skin has cleared up if I continue Mm. I don't even want to talk about it it's bad you can do some real damage and a lot of it's irreversible if you do too much. Now, so you're just making me feel really bad about myself now. 
it's just a warning for the peoples. Okay, they We're need to know because I was very much so of the of the camp of oh yeah, more is more, drown myself in everything. I mean, obviously, do what's working for you and your skin exactly. But if you're seeing um, like dermatitis coming up or areas of redness, if you've got bumps kind of under your skin, probably need to assess the chemicals that you're using because you might not be friends with some of them. Just strip you it should back. find something else to work with. Now, after that very insightful discussion, Jacqueline. We have to get straight into our chat with Samantha. Yes, let's. First gracing our screens on X Factor, this ARIA-winning artist has also played our favourites on Home and Away and Neighbours, but she hasn't stopped there. Releasing an incredible collaboration with Models Prefer, her collection became an instant hit. We're here to chat all things beauty, acting, and her music career. So thank you for chatting with us, Samantha Jade. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You have done so many incredible things, not just mentioning the ones we just rattled off, (laughs) but you've also done, you know, child modelling, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, do you have a career highlight? I yeah, I I've been thinking about this writing this record because this record's been all about kind of, you know, my career and the things I've learned and gone through and there's so many amazing moments I mm. think, you know, so it's hard to to answer it, but I mean obviously being nominated for a, a Logie or an Aria like those moments are incredible cuz they're recognition which is nice. Yeah. Um especially the Aria cuz it's by your peers, you know, mm. which is really quite amazing um but I would say I think definitely when I toured with One Direction that was just like insane (laughs) like I just couldn't get over these stadiums I would walk out and I would be like I can't even see the back like that's how big this is it's crazy Um, so yeah that was a real moment in my life yeah yeah I can imagine and (laughs) sticking with the music I mean back to in your X Factor days. Yeah. What made you try out for the show? Well, I'd kind of been in the industry for a really long time. I had moved to LA when I was about 15 uh, with my parents and my brothers and my whole family. And I had been in the industry from the time I was 15 to the X Factor when I was 25. So for wow. me, it had been 10 years, like for me doing all the all of the behind the scenes yeah, stuff. Yeah. Mm. And I felt like I was kind of known in the industry and had all that under my belt. And then I felt like it was time to be seen by the public. And I, I did my research and like Guy Sebastian and Kylie Minogue and, you know, Natalie Imbruglia and Nat Bass. It was all these people that had come from TV shows, you know, mm. whether that be a singing TV show or Neighbours or Home and Away. Yeah. <laughs> that was something that I thought uh, very seriously about because I thought obviously Australia likes to be part of someone's success from the ground up and I mm. knew that I had to tackle it that way. Mm. Definitely. And so you write a lot of your own songs and you also write songs for other people. Yeah. Where do you find most of your inspiration? It's so interesting because I think as a songwriter you're always, when you're hearing stories from someone or you're watching something or, you know, or even your own experiences – I always write down little like ideas in my phone. So I've got these massive like (laughs) notes that that just goes and goes and goes and goes. (laughs) And it's literally just titles and random song lyrics. And so it comes from anywhere. And I think a lot of the time it's how you're feeling that day. Hmm. You know, a lot of the time you go in and you're like, I want to write something happy or I want to write something sad or whatever you're experiencing or depending on the chords 
that someone starts playing in the room as well. If yeah. you mm. play sad chords, you're not going to write a happy song. So, no. <laughs> yeah, it's always from a different place. So are these just like random light bulb ideas? I'm imagining, yeah. you know, waking up at 3 a.m. Yeah. and grabbing your phone. Sometimes and going, I do and sometimes I have these random melodies come to me like I'll be, you know, I'll hear someone say something and that I sing it in my head and then I call my voicemail and leave myself a voice note or something like that. that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so random because that is is sometimes how the magic happens, you know, because yep. you're like you forget about it and you're like, actually, that was really smart. That was really great. <laughs> yeah. People will be like, who, who are you talking to? Oh, just, just myself. Just myself. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you were the first female to ever win the Australian X Factor. How was that and kind of the whole journey after X Factor? Oh my gosh, that I remember when they told me that because I didn't actually know that. And when they said you're the first female to win, I I mean, it was even more empowering. Mm. So I was like, oh, especially after the journey I'd had in the industry, I felt like, yes, that's such a great thing. And I love that. And I can put that as part of my little resume now too. Yeah. Oh, X Factor was tough. It was really, really tough because you're putting yourself out there and you're kind of like, here you go, judge me. And you you know what I mean? Like you're giving people permission to do that. Um, So you have to be ready for what comes with it, which is something you're never ready for actually. Mm. Um, But it was a great experience and I learnt a lot because it's very fast moving. Mm. They're basically like, you know, you you get your song choice I think on the Saturday or Sunday and you're performing it by the Tuesday. So you've got to learn the lyrics, learn the choreography and perfect it all in that time. Which is not a lot of time when you think about it, not with, you know, compare, compared to now when I have, you know, this song I wrote in January, it's coming out now. So you've got a lot of time now nowadays. But it was tough. It was a interesting show, learnt a lot, but I'm very <laughs> grateful for my experience on the show because that really broke my career. So mm. I'll always be grateful for it. Mm. And to top off your your big win, your single also shot to number one, which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> that just must have been such a crazy moment for you. Oh, my gosh. I for, for being in the industry for that long too, it was like I can't tell you that the day that they told me because the ARIA chart comes out a few weeks later so you have to wait or I don't I don't remember how long after but it's quite a while after and I I remember I was in Melbourne and I was doing um like promo the next day and mm. I was in this hotel room and I just started bawling my eyes out because I was like oh, it happened because you always say like I hope something happens and I hope I get a number yeah. one and you don't actually know that's going to happen and that moment for me was just like a full circle of I did it yeah. you know it was yeah it was an incredible moment and so you've got your new single that's just come out yes and we got the pleasure of having a private show recently oh, yeah. in the building yeah can you tell us a little bit more about the single it's a new kind of vibe for you so how did you get to the new sound and all of that yeah it's um you know I feel like I'm just doing what I've always wanted to do Aww. and that's really nice that's yeah. a nice place to to sit um when I started in the industry when I was 15 16 I was so influenced by Brandy and by JLo at that time and by 3LW and TLC and wow. you know Christina Aguilera yeah, and all, the all of the <laughs> all the good stuff Usher and Justin Timberlake and those kind of pop you know songs that sit under that kind of urban umbrella mm-hmm. and I I loved that influence of, you know, kind of urban drums and like urban productions with like pop melodies. And so that's kind of just what I've kind of gone back to. And 
it makes sense to me because it's what inspired me. So it's so fun. I mean, I, I wrote this song in, in January. Mm-hmm. So I've had it for a really long time. So it feels really fun to finally be talking about it because for yeah. so long you're not allowed to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like those people on The Bachelor and stuff. I'm like, how do you guys? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It must Take be really, lips. really yeah. hard. Yeah, because it's really tough not to be like, I've got this new song and I'm really proud of it and I love it. It's about this. <laughs> um, so it feels nice to actually be finally doing that. Yeah, now we're finally on board and yeah, we're able to like, yeah. talk to you about it. <laughs> exactly. And the hype comes back. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And you And you go back to what you felt in the studio that day and um yeah it's just it's just nice to kind of have something out there that I'm proud of mm-hmm. and you mentioned that you started you know your singing career 15 16 did you ever think yeah. that acting would be chucked in the mix as well i when I moved to LA, it was kind of like when I got my record deal with Jive, one of the things they did was put me with a agency so i was signed to william morris at the time so you basically kind of do that and then you kind of do the rounds of acting auditions which is absolutely petrifying (laughs) I I can't even tell you how scary it is especially when you're not an actor they're like here Mm. you go here's a little script try try going in you're (laughs) like I don't get it you know like all I know is the highlighted part is my part but I I don't get this (laughs) you know that's all I know um, but I think that's how you learn, you, you know, on the job and, and by putting yourself in really uncomfortable, awkward situations, you always come out learning something. So I did the rounds a little bit in LA, but I was so focused on my music that that took a back seat. And then when I came home and after the show, they kind of talked to me about this Kylie role. Mm. And I was quite nervous about it because I had been compared to Kylie so much because I think of our stature and um, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know what else. They, everyone thinks we look alike and they were like, oh, you know, do you want to come audition for this role? And mm. I was like, oh, I was sceptical because I thought, oh, I get the comparison so much. Is it the right thing to do? And I thought actually it might be the absolute right thing to do because then it shows this is a role that I'm playing and this is me yeah. being me. Um, so, yeah, it, it, was, it was so fun and I – I loved it. When I put the wig on, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I do look like her. I get it in that moment, you know. Yeah. And then uh, just it was so fun because I played 80s Kylie, which was yeah. before yes. I was around, you know, so I didn't have anything to pull from. Yeah. I had to go on YouTube and, and watch all these interviews and she never really spoke about Michael. They were very mm. private in mm. that way. So I had to try and find as much as I could online. Um, and it was, yeah, it was a great experience. It really was. <laughs> fabulous in it as well yeah thank you (laughs) thank you so on top of everything that we've already spoken about that you've done with your acting your singing you also found time to collab with models prefer (gasps) yes range how was it creating your own line I loved it it was a dream come true I've always been the makeup girl like Everyone that knows me, um, I'm the girl who does the their makeup and hair. So, like, my mum, I used to do her makeup and hair. Wow. Her friends would be like, oh, I'm going to a ball or this, you know, a mm. corporate thing. And they'd come over and I'd do their hair and makeup for. I used to do my dancers' hair and makeup. Like, oh, I'm the go-to girl. So, for me, it just felt super normal and natural. Yeah. And, um, and I – just loved it and we it's very complicated because we did that for a year because it takes a long time mm. so because you you've got to feel it on your your hand and go oh I don't know I don't like the texture it's too powdery or it's too creamy or whatever it may be the color has to be right so you're looking at all these pantone sheets and going oh that's a bit too this or that's a bit too that it takes a long time so it was a really by the time it came out I was like oh my gosh thank god for that because <laughs> it was just such a long process 
but it's one of the best things I've ever done because to have your own makeup range, I think I was the first singer in Australia to do that, wow. which was so cool, yeah. like such a cool experience. And um, and people still say to me, I still wear your palette, like I'm still trying to make it last and <laughs> that means so much to me. So, yeah, it's really nice. It sounds like you worked really closely with, yeah. with Models Preferred. Do you yes. have or did you have a favourite yeah. product that you created? I actually did because we, we tried to not create too many because pro- I think that's where it goes wrong is yeah. when you're trying to do too much, that's when the quality uh, suffers. Yeah. And so it was is about quality over quantity with the products. And I think that we – I loved the eyeshadow palette because the eyeshadows were really good because my thing was always when you put an eyeshadow on your hand, mm. you know how you're like you have to use so much to get the colour? Yeah. And I was like that is my number one pet hate <laughs> with things so we cannot have that happen. Um, so I really loved those because they were really, really um, intense with the, yeah. the colour. But the highlight, the highlight mm. was the – best it was called the strobing palette it was called strobing at the time i think now they've gone back to calling it highlighting but that was my favorite thing because just for that glow yeah such an australian thing with all yeah. our little it really know, is sun kiss glow really we love is. a glow bronzer um, and a highlighter that's yeah. what totally. need. Yeah. <laughs> exactly it's so true so i loved doing those so we're, we're actually looking into maybe just doing some highlighting packages because they they actually sold out within i think it was two weeks Crazy. Insane. Yeah. 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 It's really nice. Did you get to keep a little stash for yourself after production? Yes. I've got one left. (laughs) But you know, you're not supposed to use makeup after a few months. So I've got to I've got to get rid of it. But I just kind of have it just to remember like how the product feels and looks. Yeah. See a little baby holding on to it. Yeah, show my kids one day. (laughs) So let's chat about future Sam. Yes. Is there anything we can expect? From you soon. We've got the new album. The new album. Yeah, I've been super focused on music this year because I think from the show it was like, you know, X Factor happened and then it's go, 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 go and you're chasing radio and you're trying to stay relevant and then I had all these incredible things that were happening for me like, you know, all the acting that I did and, you know, Home and Away and and then the the makeup and I had a jewellery line and the brass and things. (laughs) Everyone wanted a piece of you. Oh, yeah. Thank God. I mean, I'm so (laughs) grateful. I'm so grateful that I was working so much. But I I really wanted to take time to go write because when you're writing, you're in a studio, you're locked in a room in a studio and you can't can't do all those other things yeah. um, if you really want to give everything to your project. So I've really taken the time with that. So I'm my focus for next year is the album coming out and kind of doing a, a few fun things that are in the pipeline. Exciting. Yeah. Well, personally, as a big Christmas fan, <gasps> yeah. there's 11 Mondays until Christmas <gasps> oh my in gosh. case you were wondering. <laughs> I was. I was. <laughs> I knew it. And um, last year you dropped an incredible – Christmas. Oh, thank you. I love that album. I do too. Oh, that <laughs> so makes me glad. so happy. Thank you. I am the biggest Christmas same, fan ever. Same, same. Can we expect any Santa tunes coming from you this year? Well, I feel like it would be rude not to add it a song be. to the album. Exactly. Um, you know, right? I think I need to do like another carol and re-put the album out or something. It, it was so much fun doing that. So good. Because I'm a huge Christmas fan too. Oh, my gosh. And I'm Incredible. a caroler. Like, as soon yeah. as it's not weird to start playing carols, I'm playing carols. Yeah. So 100%. Same page. Yeah. Same page. <laughs> okay. So we have to finish with yes. our beauty quick fire questions. Yes. I love these. Yes. So number one, yeah. if you could only use one beauty product for the rest of your life, what would it be? 
this is so hard, but I've thought about this. I thought <laughs> this may be a question. And I've got to go with my eyelash curler because I have Ooh. dead straight lashes, De- like beyond straight. They even kind of go that way. Uh, <laughs> if for everyone listening, I'm talking about down. So I have to curl my lashes. That's my number one. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 What one word would you use to describe your beauty routine? Oh, uh, quick. Yeah. I've had to learn to be quick. (laughs) (laughs) What has been your biggest beauty fail? Oh, um, oh, there's so many. (laughs) So many. I'm going to go with uh, colour, shadow. Yeah, Yeah. it's tough to pull off Mm. and I think it needs to be very – very thought about. Needs to <laughs> yeah. be perfect. Yeah, perfect. And no yeah. lip if you're going with the colour eye. Mm. Yeah. The beauty trend you've never mastered. The I think the dewy look. Uh, yeah. Mm. I'm not amazing at that. I, I, I'm I'm good at like stay like making it stay all day, but yeah. the dewy trend I'm I'm not great at. Yeah. Yeah. When do you feel you're most beautiful? Actually, when I'm tan. Mm-hmm. Whether that be fake baked or real, um, <laughs> sunscreen kids. But I, I would say when I'm when I'm tan and my freckles are out a little bit and my hair's natural from the ocean, that's actually when I feel the most beautiful. Yeah. And our very very last question: If you could go back to your 15 or 16 year old self, Ooh. what advice would you give her? I would say back yourself, girlfriend. Believe in yourself <laughs> because at the end of the day, you actually are amazing. So believe in yourself. Stop doubting yourself. Oh, <laughs> lovely advice. advice. Thank you so much for coming Thank in today. Thank you. It was really fun. <laughs> I mean, firstly, voice of an angel. Indeed, indeed. So sweet. I love her. I'm very excited for this new album too. Oh, yes. But we will leave the link to her new single in the show notes for you. Bounce was released last Thursday. So get around it, folks. Done. That's all the time we have today, girlfriends. But please make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Do so. Please rate, review. Means we can get into more ear holes each and every week. And don't forget, slide into our DMs on Instagram at Beauty Boss Podcast and make sure you tell us what you want to hear on the podcast and who you want to hear it from. Indeed, indeed. Next week, we will be bringing you another interview with another one of our favourite beauty girl bosses, so make sure you tune in. But until then, don't squeeze your pimples. They'll go red. They'll go scabby. Leave them alone. Bye. Bye. (laughs) We'll do the bye again. That's terrible. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.